Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brett Fnearly and you are listening to the Sports Roundup Show here on the podcast. It has been a busy weekend of Gaelic games as well as action in plenty of other sporting codes across the county. In Gaelic games, both of our football teams, male and female, were in action in Derry, while our hurlers also had an Ulster trip they were a little bit closer to home in Enniskillen in Brewster Park yesterday afternoon. We have feedback and action and opinion from all of those three games. In rugby, a full card for the local sides with both Sligo and Carrick in action in both the All-Ireland League for in Sligo's case and in the Connacht Leagues in both clubs with a mixed bag of results for both teams there. We'll get into that very, very shortly into the programme. While in soccer, Manor Rangers continued their fine form with a great victory against Glenview Stars, while Carrick Town, it took League of Ireland quality players to beat Carrick Town yesterday morning in Carrick and Channel. We'll be talking to their manager, Jason Kavanagh, as well as two of their players, Aaron McLaughlin and Shane Byrne, later in the programme. But first, let's turn our attention to that Gaelic competitions over the weekend and the start of the National Hurling Football and Ladies Football Leagues over the weekend was, I suppose, on most people's lips across the county. First up, we will start with that football game on Saturday evening, 5pm throw-in in Celtic Park in Derry. To say expectations were low after the, the defeat to Roscommon in the FBD League a couple of weeks ago would probably be an understatement. Most of the expectation around the team, not from within the team, but around the team, supporters, pundits alike, was that Leitrim were probably going to be on the the end of a, a pretty bad beating. But that didn't happen. Terry Highland and his charges came out of the blocks. A little bit of a slow start, but by about five, six minutes into the game, they settled in. And a run of scores and then a fine goal from Killian McGloin uh, put Leitrim 1-3 to 6 points up in the first quarter hour of the game. Now Derry came back into the match and actually ended up in the lead at half time. A single point they took into the interval break. People weren't quite sure what side of Leitrim was going to come out in the second half. But thankfully, uh, for everybody's sake, uh, a very early Donald Flynn point set them on their way to just regained the lead and despite the concession of a, a reasonably late goal Leitrim led with two or three minutes to go until uh, two late scores from Derry evened up the whole match Leitrim left with a draw a highly commendable draw given the circumstances uh, Donald Flynn black carded late on in the game and a red card for Derry as well as tempers boiled over a little bit but nothing that you wouldn't expect at that stage of the game Leitrim probably the side that should have won the game, albeit a draw, probably a fair result on the balance of play. There were periods where Leitrim really didn't get a hand near a ball. Uh, Derry controlled large spells of the game, but Leitrim's defensive, just everything was just absolutely brilliant from defence to counter-attack, and they just broke, and the clinical finishing of some of the forwards was just, from a Leitrim fan point of view, was great to see Keith Byrne back in the Leitrim jersey. He scored nine points, including seven from placed balls and a 45 in there as well. But some fantastic scores from play from Shane Morn and Donald Flynn really did help matters along. That goal, as I mentioned, from Killian McGlone, but it really was a team effort. We were trying to pick a, t- a man of the match even on the way home from the game. And today at the hurling match, a few of us in the press box were trying to pick a man of the match. And to be honest, I couldn't really pick a man of the match because... 
I looked at every single name on the team sheet and I thought, well, do you know what? He's actually got a claim for that and he's got a claim for that. There wasn't a weak link in the team. And from a Leitrim point of view, where we know we don't have the strength and depth and the Roscommon game two weeks ago proved it, it was refreshing to see that. So well done to Terry Highland and the entire squad of players who took part in that fixture, playing or unplaying uh, on Saturday evening. It was great to instill some of that belief back in a Leitrim jersey. Great to see it because, as we mentioned at the top of the show and as we've talked about for a couple of weeks, expectations not at their highest going into that particular round anyway that's enough for me let's hear from some of the people involved in the game we, we hear from Shane Moore, Dean McGovern and Aidan Flynn who all took part in the game but first let's start with the main man Terry Highland and hear what he had to say about the game Terry Highland is that a point gained or a point lost tonight? It's probably a point lost, unfortunately, Nick. Okay, when we were leaving home, would we have been happy with a draw? Yes, we'd have liked to get something out of it. But the performance at thought should have given us two points, and unfortunately, we didn't just take it. What were your positives coming out tonight? You defended really, really well. Yeah, well, I work great on our honesty, and that's all I ever asked in any team I'm over is an honesty. Because in the end of the day, anybody, you know, has the ability to be honest and work hard, and they did tonight, and that's all you can ask for, fellas. After that, then the skill takes over, and you know, a little, with a little bit of patience, we probably could have won the game. I suppose not, not many people, I know we spoke during the week, and not a lot of people would have given you much hope coming in tonight. This team came up from Division 4, which last year, you played them twice, beaten twice. Is tonight kind of a marker that you've actually really improved nearly relative to where Derry were last season? Yeah, well, look, to be fair to Derry and Rory, he's come in with a different system and lads have to adapt to that. And, you know, sometimes the best time to get the strong teams is early on. Five or six games into it, they will be more adaptive to what they want to do. And, you know, we felt we could exploit that tonight and we almost did. In terms of discipline, picked up a couple of yellow cards tonight, a black card at the very end, threatened to almost wreck the party. Is that an issue going forward? Yeah, well, if you look at black cards, and I mean, in the end of the day, Donald got a black card. Did he pull him down? Did the other man come down and tap him? This is the question. And look, it's tough for referees, I'll have to say. I thought maybe some of the yellow cards were. Well, I don't know what they were really for, whether it was persistent foul or what it was really. I mean, there wasn't really any bad strokes in the game that I felt deserved yellow cards. I think I have to agree with your assessment of the black card. It looked like he got pulled over his shoulder rather than actually fouled the ball himself. In terms of going forward, Cork next week, any major change to the game plan or are you still looking at that solid defensive unit and break forward? Yeah, well, we probably, people know me from maybe me having this. I always believe in a, a good foundation and I always believe in a good solid defence. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if you don't let the other team score and you can get up the other end and score when you get possession, that's how you win games. I know the purists sometimes don't like it, but in the end of the day, sometimes the greatest cheers got when you cut out of a wall in the back rather than going over the bar. Two goals conceded today as well. Any thoughts on, on being opened up once or twice by that Derry attack line? Yeah, but you look at, we'll have to look at that. And we had lots of bodies in the area where the attacks come from. So sometimes lads don't close the door. And it's a case of communication. They, they leave it to somebody else rather than stepping across and closing the door. And we got caught on that one. And that was it. The second goal probably was an old floaty high ball. The wind held it up. And look, it was one of those. We could have won it on the breaking ball. And unfortunately, they won it and it ended up in the net. Does tonight's results or tonight's performance in particular um, change anything in your head for the league campaign ahead? Not really. We take every. That's when, when we get into these scenarios, like a team like Leighton, we just take every game as it is. And as was asked early on before the game started, are we here looking to stay consolidate or are we here to get promotion? We're here first to try and consolidate and stay in the division. And after that, if it falls for us, if it falls for us, great. But as long as we can go out and keep performing and performing, the results will come for us. And this is what these lads in here have to believe. But they must keep performing. Well, Terry, you made a long, cold night and a long journey home, a lot shorter and a lot warmer for a lot of Leighton people tonight. Uh, well done. Thank you.
Shane Moran must be happy with that or is it a point won or a point lost? I think it's well for myself personally it's, it's a point loss um, we did brilliantly there at the very end to kind of pull it back held on very well and just I suppose I've seen Aidan going through thought there was space when there wasn't but giving that ball away is something we've been trying not to do and we did so brilliantly during 70, 70 minutes that if you know look what could have been if we held it on there there could have been a score in us easily so uh, frustrating for myself personally but look the boys get absolutely everything uh, nobody backed us at all before for performance and uh, geez, we dug in and we gave it to them in fairness On a personal note happy to be kind of back playing county football again? Yeah yeah. Uh, look it's, it's tough uh, when you go back in October November slogging away in the gym and on the pitch running but it's all worth it when it comes to days like this uh, like I've been 9-10 years playing at the county and to finally get to Division 3 uh, this is what we've always wanted for the last 9 years so look it's, it's been a tough 2-3 months training the boys have really dug in gave it everything uh, a small blip against Roscommon, but definitely showed what we're capable of today. In terms of the league going forward, that set a marker for the year because people didn't really give you much of a chance, as you said, coming into today's game. Um, what would people be thinking of Leitrim now when they're facing them over the next coming weeks? I think, look, yeah, they'll start to do their homework. Uh, like reading the reviews over this week and in the papers, everyone was tipping Derry to be there thereabouts for promotion, so there's absolutely no reason why, why we can't be there. Uh, so... Look, we'll regroup uh, tomorrow, get our recovery in, and we'll look towards Cork next weekend. Listen, well done tonight. Thank you very much. Dean McGovern, thoughts after that? Ah, it was very disappointing not to get the win, I suppose. Kind of, you know, we probably threw it away more than anything else. Like two very soft goals we conceded, so I ah, was probably more disappointed than anything else. So, his expectations outside of the camp weren't particularly high coming up here today. You kind of put that to right tonight. Ah, no, like, listen. I suppose two weeks ago probably just didn't look great, but um, obviously we've been training hard the whole winter and stuff, and we knew it ourselves. We played Derry twice last year, and there was never really too much in it, and we kind of felt we could come up here and start a league campaign fairly well with a win, but just unfortunately, a few things went against us and we didn't pick up the win. Yeah, nice couple of surgeon runs yourself. Unlucky to get not get a foul at one point in the, the early in the first, second half. Um, ah, yeah, they come, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like, probably got a few, maybe easy ones. They probably got a few handy ones. You know, like I suppose it's hard for the referee to keep up with that. Like that was fairly intense. That was probably the most intense game we probably played in the last two years. So, ah, listen, it's great to be playing Division Three, and hopefully we can push on and get a few wins. Like. Does this all go well for the rest of the league campaign? Ah, yeah, I was sure. Like, you know what I mean? Just taking every game as it comes. Like, you know, you have Cork coming to Carrick next week, and obviously we'll just be targeting that. Take a few days off and get back into the gym Tuesday, back train on Wednesday, and then just take it from there, I suppose. Listen, well done today. Thanks, cheers. Thanks, Mr. Bradley. Aidan Flynn, you got to be happy with that. Um, actually, funny enough, the, the first reaction was kind of disappointment there because, uh, you know, I thought I thought we just kind of. <coughs> We could have got over the line there and got and got the win, like you know, and you know maybe during the week coming up to Celtic Park would have taken a draw, but just the way the game planned out, panned out, like I thought, we could have probably you know got over the line and actually and taken the the two points rather than one. But I look at it and delighted with the performance of the lads, like you know they were probably under a little bit of pressure from themselves, like going into the game after the Roscommon game. So like look at the boys played great stuff there today, and you, you couldn't fault any man from 1 to 30 for the, the shift that was put in from all the lads today, yeah. What does that say about the, the preparation that's gone into this squad over the, the winter break? Ah, look, at like, the preparation we're doing is, is second to none. Like, you know, we've, you know, we have a serious background team of lads there, you know, and, and they've, you know, sent strength and conditioning programmes and running programmes and, you know, and then we have great trainers as well in there, you know. 
and uh, you know like in fairness like Terry has assembled a serious background team so like I, I never questioned at any stage that we've conditioned you know to come step up the level to Division 3 and play and I think we kind of proved that tonight that we were, were well able to mix it with the, the bigger teams After more than a decade in Division 4 how nice is it to be playing at a, a slightly higher level this season? <laughs> uh, to be honest, I, I I didn't play too long in Division Four. I haven't been I haven't been you know on the on this team for too long. You know, but it's it's great for Leitrim football. It's it's uh, it's um it's, it's great. You know, you do you do see the difference in, in standard. Even you know from last year. Even you know, and it, that's where Leitrim football needs to be. You see, it's a seriously young team, and and the lads that are coming into it. You see, like the forwards up there. See when you see Dar Rooney and and keep burning them boys, and you know they're just they're just serious serious players. And then you have the the two lads from FINA coming off the bench and then you have the likes of Ryan coming back like so like them boys are division 3 division 2 footballers division 1 footballers to be honest like you know they, they you know some of the hardest the hardest days out is the, the days you're trying to mark them boys at training like rather than come to a match day to be honest so that's where they should be like you know playing in division 3 football at least nearly had the chance to be the hero of Baldur's and Falfi at the end Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's all a bit of a blur there. To be honest, there was a red card and a black card and uh, a ball. Ah, look at, look at. I, I don't know if it landed in my hand. It's probably tried to get it to keep Vern or Darrooney or Shane Moore or some of them lads now. To be honest with you, but sure, that's sure, sure, that's the game. Look at. Sometimes they fall for you and sometimes they don't. But uh, look, we're delighted with the performance and we, we'll go. We'll look forward to Cork next weekend. And Aidan, well done. I'll let you off. Thanks very much, Brefney. Cheers. Now, it wasn't just the footballers who got their league campaign up and running. The hurlers in action too. They made the shorter trip to Brewster Park in Enniskillen. And despite the ridiculous roadworks in the Northern Irish town, which just held everyone up, including the match referee, the game had to be postponed by 15 minutes. Uh, It was well into the first half by the time I reached the the venue and there were still people streaming in around me and beside me. Uh, It was an absolute nightmare to try and get across the town and particularly across the river to get to Brewster Park to to see the game. But unfortunately, despite a fantastic second half showing the score at halftime, 2-7 to 4 points, very disappointing halftime result for Leitrim, but they came out of the blocks firing in the second half and a really, really good team performance uh, really, really kicked things on. And going into the last kick of the game, the last puck of the game, it was Leitrim just a point behind. After six minutes of injury time, uh, Liam Morton caught a long puck out, looked like he was fouled, but the referee gave a foul against him and the resultant 65-metre free was put over the bar by the Fermanagh man, which meant a two-point defeat rather than had Leitrim won the free and scored, it would have been a second draw of the weekend. But all that being said, a great performance from the Hurlers. Uh, they're di- very disappointed with that, uh, al- although it does mean that they have a now must-win for every game that's left in the competition. Their next opponents will be in Carrick and Shannon with Cavan, their next opponents, in three weeks' time. We're going to hear from members of their management team as well as some of the players, Liam Morton, the captain, and Carl McDermott, who scored a monster point early in the second half. Uh, will be talking to us later in the show, but first we're going to talk to one of their selectors, Clive Beatty. Clive Beattie, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Um, we're disappointed. It was a very close game there towards the end. Now descending off made a big, big change there in the second half, but also for them in the first half. Um, you could also say refereeing decisions were a wee bit dicey. I'm looking forward to seeing the video back on it. Um, uh, immensely proud of our lads. They didn't do a whole lot wrong. Uh, for Man and Rupford, as as we were too. Um, 
as I said, maybe a couple of the reference decisions might have changed the game in our favour, but that's the way life to flip the coin, you know. So nine points out of half time, you came out set fighting in that second half and you probably just ran out of time a little bit. Uh we seen the first half was over, we can do nothing about it. So we focused on the second half and we've done it very well. We scored the first point, uh, we got in, we told the guys to play the space, better better balls off and the points came. It was pretty simple, do it simple and it turned out okay up till just towards the end, so what in the end just kind of ran out uh maybe fitness level might have been a tiny bit to add to it and uh you could just a couple of wee things just didn't work out but we'll work on that in training what's next next we have Kevin, i believe and we'll just regroup now after this we get a, a couple of good heavy sessions of training in work the boys hard and focus on the next game hard luck today thanks very much bye bye Liam Morton, tough end to a, a, what ended up to be a pretty decent performance in the second half, especially. Ah, yeah, look, it, it was disappointing, I suppose. We left it all to the second half. It was a, a bad performance from us all in the first half, I have to say. A um, couple of frees went against us, maybe a couple of little niggly fouls. We gave away a penalty maybe that we shouldn't have, and it left us with a lot to do in the second half, you know, nine points um, to catch up on. But I have to say, in fairness to the lads, they, they dug deep and we kept at it. And unfortunately, there at the end, uh, a decision or two just didn't go our way and look at we came on the wrong side of it unfortunately. I suppose late in injury time you went down they gave a free against you for throwing the ball did you feel you might have a case for actually free the opposite direction? Definitely look at I I don't myself personally I don't think I threw it I was under pressure I know but uh, look at these things happen um, can't dwell on them but look at another day I might have got me free. A lot of new faces in the squad this year is that a, a positive for the sport in the county going forward? I definitely look at it. it's great to have the youth mixing in with the lads that have been there you know for years um, a couple of great young lads coming through just to get them developed now and into the squad and it can only be a positive for Leitrim Hurling you know so New management as well how have the lads better you in? Uh, look at it things seem to be clicking like we're not long together um, it's going to take a couple of weeks hopefully by the end of our league campaign or we've three, a three week break now so we'll gather ourselves next week and we'll hit the ground running and no, I have to say things are good in the camp and everyone is getting on very well and training is going to plan so it's it's, it's definitely a positive and we're going upwards you know Hard luck today okay, Thanks a million Carl McDermott tough game yeah, disappointing game there now. Um, coming up to the end there, it got quite intense. We had a, we put a lot into it in the end. Our touch, our first first time first time ball skills kind of let us down. Fitness isn't too bad. Like for man, are a good team there. They're, they brought a lot of intensity to that game, but just January, we're, we're not really up to the level we want to be at, at the moment now, and we, we we'll take a lot from that game. But yeah, very disappointing going into the dressing room after that. It was a big year last year. Is there a bit of a hangover from that maybe? Oh really? Like in the in the dress room there, there's a lot, there's as much drive and ambition as there ever was. Like, but just uh, I don't know, I don't know. Just slow getting off the mark there. A few boys coming back late into the panel into the setup. Do you know? Just we're, we're really only getting the panel together now at the moment. The last few weeks, training and that. But yeah, so just yeah, a wee bit rusty, all right. But hopefully now we've a three week break until our next game. Hopefully we can uh, we can up it a lot before that Cavan game. 
very slow first half just never really got going the second half was much more promising uh, can we see more of that going forward through the year definitely 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 you can you can see just the, the first 20 minutes we weren't at the races at all um, just very, as I said very slow start now we were disappointed going in four points on the board at half time is just not good enough at this level like just not good enough at all a lot of rusty ball handling errors and that so we'll take we'll take that all with us and now really put the put the foot down over the next few weeks hopefully we, can, we still have a bit to go in this league and we can we can claw back a moment of madness for the red card late in the game yeah yeah it's disappointing but your luck Gavin Gavin's just working like a dog working like a dog you know in high intense situations things like that happen so you know you can't give out to him about it he was just his head kind of he lost the head a second and uh, he paid the consequences so it's a hard luck today best of luck for the rest of the league alright fair play thanks And finally, in Gaelic games, the ladies footballers, they also started their league campaign with a trip to Derry. Slightly easier in hindsight with the scoreline of 5.17 to 3 points. An absolutely massive victory for the Leitrim ladies in that particular game. Derry didn't really get out of the starting blocks at all. But Leitrim taking a lot of positives from that. Probably not, not much better than a, a decent workout or decent training session really. Uh, in terms of the competitiveness of the fixture but with goals coming from all over the park from Carla Le Guin two from Bruno O'Rourke Michelle Guckian and Vivian Egan and 25 players actually getting game time in the National League it's a great start to what is will be a six game National League for the girls in green and gold it's great to see them back on the field despite being down in Division 4 because of the issues they've had in fielding teams over the years some Loads of new faces, as well as some old familiar faces back in the jersey for the first time in a couple of years. So well done to their manager, Hugh Donnelly, and his team for getting that whole spirit back into that team. And I suppose great work there on behalf of the county board over the last six or 12 months as well to really put the foundations in place for that team to get back on an even keel. So great to see them winning. Great to see them being clinical enough with that kind of margin and the competition for places will be hotting up as that league campaign continues. They are back in action next week again, back in the county. So you'll get a chance to see them on local ground. Check out our sports preview show to find out more about that later in the week. Now, we did catch up with Hugh Donnelly after the game and to get his thoughts on how the season is looking so far. Now, Derry was a happy hunting ground for the boys on Saturday evening, but the girls on Sunday went absolutely ballistic. 5.17 to 3 points, the winning margin in their Division 4 opener against the Oakleaf County. I'm joined by their manager, Hugh Donnelly. Hugh, welcome to the, back to the programme. Thank you very much. Um, what do you learn in a, in a game like that? 5.17 to 3 points, it's a massive scoreline. Yes, look, it's a, it's a big scoreline. But um, for us today, we weren't quite sure what kind of dairy team was going to going to turn up. Um, we know that they're in transition and, and we know that they're rebuilding. So today, I suppose after ten or fifteen minutes, we realised that you know, um, you know that we were probably going to pull away with this uh, with the victories. So it was an opportunity for us then to to work on key aspects of our game and and. Uh, to work on, on, on things and uh, that we've been doing at training. And in terms of the, I suppose, getting the league up and running, you played 25 girls today. It must be nice to get that bulk of the squad minutes in their legs. Yeah, exactly. And, and not only that, but it it, it, it gives girls experience. Um, you know, we went with a, a, um, 
you know, we're carrying 40 odd girls. So um, it's it's trying to get game time and things like that. So today there was an opportunity to for us to, to empty the bench and, and to give girls a run out. And, and as I say, the girls come on, done equally as well as, as the girls have started because the competition is there for places. Has that been the key to Leitrim's success? And albeit in the first round of the league, but there's a really big momentum kind of growing in the hearts and minds of the of the ladies' football community in the county over the last few months? Oh, well, listen, it, it, it boils down to, to what the girls have put into it. The girls have, have bought into it till date and, you know, they're working really hard. They're, they're, they're doing the hard yards. They're, they're, they're doing their programmes, um, you know. So, all in all, you know, it's it's they're driving this. All I have done and my backroom team have done, I've, I've, I've tried to, to put structures in, in place and trying to, you know, put the proper, um, as I say, structures and, and, you know, offer that reassurance and stability. And, and as I say, the gears are driving this themselves. So it makes our job as, as a management team that little bit easier. A lot of returning faces to the squad, the likes of Sarah McLaughlin to name but one. There's there's plenty more girls, Emma Emma McGovern, another one from Ballinamore who's back in the fold, uh, as well as a couple of youngsters coming through, the likes of Shiva Quinn and um, Jasmine May coming up from the youngsters. How is the ladies football looking for the season ahead? And, and I suppose the, the league campaign, are you now the favourites to win Division 4? Now listen. At this stage, I'm not. I'm not um, buying into any of that. Um, what we're trying to do is, is, as I said, give girls experience, and and you know, it, it's a case of of putting down the foundation blocks and and, and slowly building and um, momentum. And for us to do that, um, it, it's going to take all all hands on deck. And we have, uh, as you mentioned, there some of the, the more experienced players. We have uh, young girls coming through. Uh, and we use today just a, as an example of, of giving some of them younger gears experience. So, as I said, we're going to need that mix of, of youth and experience. And and um, listen, it's we take care of ourselves and, and we focus on ourselves and, and we'll focus on each each training session and, and, and each game at the weekend. And, and we'll just we'll we'll take it one step at a time. I suppose when you look down to a Leitrim team and you don't see Anya Heslin on it or her sister, uh, the two Heslins on the bench today. Is there any particular reason for that, or just not selected? It's simply that we were we were um, given game time to as many squad members as we can. Um, as I said, we, we were going with um, a, a balance of youth and experience, and we knew that what's the ladies' football you have unlimited subs. So I knew, depending on how the game was going, I had a fair idea that we could probably empty a good bit of the bench as well. So, you know, it's it's competition for places, um, and it's a case of. Of everybody has to work hard. You have to earn your spot. And as I said, it's it's so far it's 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 been a it's been worthwhile. Does this change anything about your preparations going into the rest of the league games? Sure. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. What we have got to do now is what I have to do this evening is is go back and and reflect on today's game and and you know um, put together um, the positives. Uh, and also um, pick out a few of the, the key elements that, that we need to work on at training this week and, and the following week. And we are now mentally um, prepared now, or going to mentally prepare for, for Antrim and what uh, what they bring. Um, obviously beat them uh, on Sunday. So, look, it's a case of of um, sitting down now and, and analysing the game and, and putting the relevant um, plans into place for, for this week's training. 
I suppose last time we spoke, you mentioned there was 41 girls on your on your training squad and on your list. Will you keep that size of a squad the whole way through the season or will you cut it back? Um, no, well, we have no plans to cut cut anything at the minute. And the reason, two particular reasons, number one, it, it's it's an opportunity for players to, to, to get under county experience. And number two, then you have the developmental side of things where, where players have an opportunity to, to develop in the intercounty scene and, and, and get the feel of it and know what's involved and and, and the the dedication that's probably needed. So uh, for the short term, absolutely not. Um, I'm more than happy with, with, with carrying what we have. The girls are, are more than happy as well with, with the numbers and we've talked about this and, and agreed with, uh, with them as a squad. So um, it's, it's as I said, it, it builds for... for uh, for training games and, and for training itself and, and the competition for places. Well, listen, Hugh, well done today. Despite it probably being a bit of a mismatch, it's great to see a Leitrim side coming out like that because sometimes we get accused of not being clinical enough. So you've obviously brought that to the table uh, as the manager of the ladies' football team. Well done today and the best luck for the rest of the league's campaign. Thank you very much. In rugby... There were three local games of interest at adult level in the All-Ireland League Division 2B. Sligo missed out by a last-minute penalty to lose by a single point, 14 points to 15. They were beaten by Malahide in Hamilton Park in a disappointing result for Sligo. They would have been targeting all four points from that particular fixture, but they do get a losing bonus point, but not enough to continue their fine form over the last few weeks. Uh, Disappointing to lose in such a manner so late in the game. Their second team also defeated this weekend in the Junior 1A in Connacht. They were beaten 17 points to 10 by Westport, while in Junior 1C, Carrick and Shannon had a fabulous victory, 36 points to 7 over Toome, away in Toome. So always a good result when you go to Galway and come back with the win in the bag. So that's uh, Sligo having a relatively disappointing weekend by their standards. Carrick, they'll be on cloud nine after the weekend's action. In soccer, plenty of action happening at a local level as well. Both of the Leitrim teams at home at adult level. In the Super League, in the Sligo Leitrim District League, it was all manner Rangers. 6-1 winners over Glenview Stars with Robbie Cunningham, that guy again, popping up with three goals, a hat-trick as early as the first hour. While Shane Walsh, Shems Ryder and Paddy Wolf added a single strike each in that 6-1 victory, which keeps them in touch at the top of the table. This week, Cartron drew nil all with Strand Celtic on Friday evening, which meant that uh, it does close the gap and it puts Carberry back on top of the table. But that league is really hotting up and it'll be one to keep an eye on. And Manor Hampton have really put, given themselves a great chance of securing a first ever Super League title in the Sligo Leitrim League. Uh, interesting to keep that in our back of our minds as we go ahead through the rest of the league season which will finish up sometime in April as normal. In the Premier League Carrick Town at home to a Ralph Kataro inspired Real Tober. It's a bit surreal watching one of the legends of League of Ireland football taken to the field in the showgrounds. Not the showgrounds in Sligo which is well normal for him uh, but the showgrounds on the Boyle Road in Carrick and Shannon. Uh, 2-1 the game finished to Real Tober. They led 1-0 from the first half before a Conor McGoldrick free kick saw Carrick Town draw level only for a late strike 
to seal it for the visiting side, Real Tubber. They are top of the league and they continue to stretch further and further from the teams behind them. Uh, we did catch up with a couple of the players and the manager after the game. We hear from Aaron McLaughlin, the goalkeeper, and Shane Byrne, who's been on fire for them this season. But first, let's talk to their boss, Jason Kavanagh. Jason Kavanagh, manager of Carrick Town, what's your thoughts after that game? Look, the lads put a shift in today. We were missing a few first-team players as well, so we had to sort of alternate between left-backs and right-backs and centre-mids and strikers. But the lads who stepped up today really put a shift in and we played well. This is a team who's fighting for the league and we put it up to them. You played up front yourself. How did that go for you? It didn't go very well if I missed that sitter earlier in the game, but um, the keeper, I got a good touch on it. And I couldn't. I know I couldn't reach it with my good foot, so I tried to get my bad foot to it and didn't get enough of, enough of a connection. What's the plans for the rest of the season now? Because this probably puts you out of a, a title hunt. Are you still in with a promotion shout? We're still in for the promotion, yeah, but the title hunt is gone. Um, we still have to play these again. Um, so after that performance, I'd say we'd put it up to them. I, we're aiming for top three. We've always said top three. So we're going to keep going for that. There's still a few games left and should we still have a game in hand as well. So A couple of National League players might be missing from that squad as it gets closer to the National League season and the transfer window ends in the mid to late February, 22nd of February, I think. So if it fixtures after that, you could, they could be without a couple of those players, Raf Kataro, um, Sean Kerrigan and a few others. Would you fancy your chances up in Tober Curry in a couple of weeks? I, would, I fancy our chances even with them players after the performance the team did today. The game finished 2-1. We pegged them back to one all. Should have been 2-1 to us. Um, even with them players, we can beat them. It doesn't matter. The lads put a great shift in today. Said we were missing our left-back, our right-back, a left wing, a striker. If we have a full team, we would have won that game. And we would have put a shift in. And the, the lads did put a shift in. So it doesn't matter who we have. We'll, we'll do them next time. Excellent. Listen, hard luck today. Uh, you did fight very well in that second half of the game. And uh, hard luck and the very best luck for the rest of the season. Cheers. Thanks. Shane Byrne, how are you feeling after that game? I'm a bit disappointed, Breffney. Um We had them on the ropes there in the second half. We got the equaliser and hopefully we push on, even nick a point or nick a win, as I should say. But uh, they got a, kind of a lucky enough goal in the end, a rebound off of the keeper save, Aaron McLaughlin. So a bit disappointed, but they're the league leaders, so we can take a bit of heart from the performance all around and work into next week. We've got Gene Celtic, so we'll try and get three points there and kick on but it's a kind of a building block all year for us to be honest um, we're sitting mid-table We've only, uh, that team has only got together back in June so we're only still finding our feet in the league so we can take heart from the performance although we didn't get the result the performance was quite good all through the, through the game so happy enough with that Today's opponents as you mentioned the league leaders also have a couple of familiar faces in their ranks Raf Kataro and Sean Kerrigan both Sligo Rovers I think there's a couple of other underage Sligo Rovers players in there as well what's it like coming up against players who are playing against Galway United on Wednesday night and now playing against Carrick Town today yeah when I seen Cotaro uh, warming up there at the start we were, we were like we'll, we'll see what we're, like we're up against him but in fairness uh, yeah, he, can, he can spread the ball around and pass the ball around but it's, it's good to put, put yourself up against players like that in fairness and see what they're like uh, but yeah he was dictating things in the middle we were trying to get a bit closer to him but he's a hard man to get control of but in fairness we did alright and we pushed in the end they were kind of hanging on to be honest which uh, we were pushing for an equaliser but just fortunately today we didn't get it but push on now for Gertrude next week Listen, thanks very much for having a chat to me. Best of luck in the uh, Sports Person of the Year Award as well. Congratulations on your nomination. Thank you. Aaron McLaughlin, disappointed to, to lose that in the manner you did? Uh, yeah, look, 
the first half wasn't we weren't going too well. In the second half we really picked it up and I'm just disappointed with the second goal, the way it went in. Just oh disappointed. We were, we were on top of the whole second half nearly and I don't know what happened. They just got that shitty enough goal and look that's the way it goes sometimes there. In terms of I suppose that goal in particular, like you made a really good save, got down nice to your left and then it just kinda of fell at the foot of the attacker coming in. Uh there was no one really chasing in after it and he was the first one to it. Probably uh, tried to push it out a bit more but it just didn't go the way I wanted. It's hard to sometimes push them out like that. We used to hearing about you on the Gaelic fields of the county. What's it like been playing soccer for the for the winter? Um, it's nice, it's nice different like something different every uh, for the winter, like keeps you at something like it's nice to be out for the weekend. Um I just ah, when goals for this um, winter, I just kind of like it. It's enjoyable. Like soccer's just enjoyable. It's not as serious, but still take it fairly serious. Like it's nice, different pace. Like you come out a couple of times at the feet of attackers. You don't seem to lack bravery anyway. Oh, <laughs> so uh, one of these days it'll get me killed. Now I got a bit of a kick in the head there. Second week in a row, uh, I'll feel it one of these days. Um, got nailed there two weeks ago, but uh, I'll get over it. Some it's good for the game. Like anyway, getting a few hits in anyway. Someone has to do it. <laughs> We've spoken to a few of the lads who play both sports, and over the the last couple of weeks on the show, a lot of lads they have one preference. Would Gaelic be your first choice? Is it just kind of a, an off-season kind of fitness yeah. keeper upper? Yeah, Gaelic's always your first preference. Like I used to play a lot of sports. I love hurling as well. Like I often play that too. But sadly, I play for Ballymore. But sadly, we don't have a team anymore. But love uh, Gaelic's always going to be the number one anyway, no matter what. It's for the, especially for Fianna because that's your own club. Like it's nice to play for Carrick for the soccer anyway. I used to play for Abbey Rovers and Ballymore, but. So Gaelic's always going to be number one for me anyway. Yeah, so in terms of the rest of the season, will you be involved through the season even when this Gaelic kicks back in again? Um, yeah, we've four games left, I'm pretty sure. So um, and then so four week four weeks left in this anyway. I'll try and commit as much as I can, but I think 22nd of February the league uh, there's a um, the league starting for player uh, teams without county players. So I'll have to hopefully they'll be on Saturdays. Hopefully I can stay with Carrick till the end of the season. And um, we'll take the break for the Gaelic anyway then. Okay, well, thanks very much for having a chat with me. No problem, thank you very much. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Before we sign off, congratulations to the three girls from Leitrim who represented Connacht at the school's Interprovincial Ladies Gaelic Football Championships this weekend. To Ashling Leahy of St Mary's, Mern Devaney of Glencar Manor Hamilton and Idel Shanley of Ahawillan. And well done on reaching the final and hard luck on losing that final to Munster on Saturday afternoon. It's nice to see three Leitrim players stepping up to provincial grades. Congratulations to everybody who won games over the weekend, to the footballers who really put the pride back in the jersey on Saturday afternoon, to the hurlers who gave it everything on Sunday afternoon, and also to the ladies who smashed their return to league action this year and to Manor Rangers who have just continued to steamroll through that Premier or the Super League division in the Sligo Leitrim League. Also to Carrick Rugby who had a great victory over the weekend. Lots of things to celebrate around the county. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Brefney Early. I'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you then.